time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, and thank you for being with me today. Today I'm going to do things in two parts. I... Uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about, well, I'll tell you what the show, the focus of the show is. It is how to make yourself immediately more sexually appealing. And the reason I'm going to talk about that is because invariably people will often tell me that they are looking for, what, well, well, what can I do? And they have someone specific in mind that they're wanting to adjust things for. And... I'm going to explain why that's not necessarily always the best motivation to do things for. It's got to be coming from yourself. But before I go into that, I'd like to just cover a presentation that was done at the UN by um, Emma Watson. And it was a very powerful comment that she made, and it was a group, he for she, and talking about feminism. And she said, and people have to understand, she, I mean, the reason she was not cast out of type when she did Hermione Granger, she is a very, very bright young woman. And so, I mean, the fact that she was the chick with all the smarts, that is who she is. But what she spoke about was, and which resonated for me, is that feminism truly has become, in by definition, to be associated with man-hating. And it isn't. I, and I never understood that when I was growing up, why people go, oh, she's just a feminist, in such a derisive and dismissive manner. And really, what, and she states this, and she says, by definition, feminism is about gender equality. It's a belief that women and men should have rights and opportunities, and that it is a theory of political, economic, and social equality of the sexes. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about a little bit about this is that we often have an ongoing comment of there's a battle between the sexes. Well, there doesn't have to be, okay? And the thing that she spoke about, and I, this resonated with me like I could not believe. She said at age eight, when she wanted to be directing and be in charge of the shows that they were putting on, the theatrical presentations that they were doing, she was told she was too bossy. 
I remember one of my older brothers going absolutely snake sideways on me because I was a pushy little bitch. And what I was trying to do is coordinate all six of us kids to be coordinated and available for a surprise portrait for my parents when two of them were just passing through town. And he said, I'm not going to be listening to anything that pushy little bitch is saying. I'm like, wow. Um, then she also, Emma Watson said at 14, she realized she was you know, sexualized by elements of the media. And at 15, she had friends of hers who dropped out of very beloved sports games in order because they didn't want to get muscles. And then at 18, she started finding that she was having some of her male friends who just literally stopped being able to express themselves. And I also wonder, when and where did feminism become an unpopular word? Because feminism, ism is an understanding and awareness of, that's ism is that, you know, Confucianism um, is an understanding and awareness of Confucius. Feminism is an understanding and awareness of things that are feminine. And it really is that we are to be paid the same as our male counterparts. We, and she said, I should be paid the same as my male counterparts for what I do. I should have dominion over my own body. People who have ever heard me speak know that it makes me crazy that people who can never get pregnant are the people who are getting all the media time to talk about pregnancy and rape and whether or not abortion should be made available. They're men. It's like, back off, bucko. It's none of your business. Get your nose out of women's genitalia. It does not belong there. Maybe on occasion, but not in this case. And that also women should be, um, you know, involved in the policies that are being set for women, not men. Please. And that also socially we should be given the same respect as men. But there isn't a country in this world that has that set up that way. So... I think that there's, there needs to be a much greater awareness of how this gender equality, it's not just impacting women either. And she makes these comments. It is also impacting men, where she makes the statement, her father, his parenting was not considered as valuable as her mother's. And that she sees friends of hers and men who have mental issues, who are not allowed to bring it forward, and she cites a statistic, which is just really terrifying. In the U.K., she is British, in the U.K., 20 to 49-year-old demographic of males, suicide is the number one killer of men. Not road accidents, not cancer, not heart attacks, suicide. And that there's also all these definitions of only what male success can be, that they have to do X, Y, Z. I do think we are seeing changes in that but not a whole lot within, particular, within, very, within the more conservative um, professions and industries. And, you know, that, so we've got these gender stereotypes that impact men as much. And she talks about the people who were her gender equality ambassadors, and she calls them inadvertent feminists. And I think we can all be that. And I know I am strongly in favor of things that support women, yet do not go and have the finger pointing of men cause this. Not all men cause this. There's other reasons for things to happen. But she also makes the one comment that I thought was so powerful. 
when she was asked to do this, she had the attitude of, you know, if, you know, why, why would I be the person doing it? And she said she remembered well the one quote that said, for evil to exist and take over, all it really requires is that, that good women and men do nothing and remain silent. So she said, if, here's the question you want to ask yourself whenever you're dealing with anything like this. If not you, then who will do it? You know, and if not now, when will you do it? Because by inaction, it isn't a question of you haven't done something. You've basically chosen to not do something. So when someone says, oh, I just couldn't decide, trust me, they made a decision. They made a decision to not decide, which then means, ergo, they are going to get what has been decided in the ethers by something else, but not by their own choice. So, for any of you who want to listen to it, I I just saw it on a um, on a news feed, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it um, anywhere. It's the Emma Watson uh, UK, uh, UN presentation that she just did. So, and I think you will find it enlightening and uplifting as well, whether you are male, female, or on whatever continuum of the sexual identification spectrum you tend to be. So, shall we launch into how to make yourself be, how to immediately increase your sex appeal? The first thing I'm going to ask people to look at is to know that it is all about what's inside of you. Truly, and you, what you then have to look at is, what is, why would you want to increase your sex appeal? Do you want to be more attractive to yourself? Do you want to be more attractive to others? Because the big thing that makes anyone magnetic is what, is there something? Have you ever heard people talk about they have that something? This really should be called how to immediately increase your it factor, okay? Because sex appeal and it factor are two of the things that pull people into someone. And it factor and sex appeal are not solely about what someone looks like. That is definitely a component. There's no question. But it is not the only thing. Now, we're going to talk about body stuff, and we're going to talk about the physical, and we're going to talk about the, the wardrobe. We will talk about those things. But the biggest thing I want people to know is that there is something. There is a something that you have that you can work on that can increase your sex appeal and it factor starting today. And one of the biggest things about that is how much do you really enjoy and cherish yourself? How much? Because if you're thinking you're not enough, let me tell you something. There isn't enough water in the world to fill the hole that is called the well that you say someone has to make me better. That's not, that's not going to happen. It can't fill that up. And here's why. You're pouring an attitude or you're pouring attention, and we're going to talk about attention when we come back from the break here, your attention being put into something that doesn't have a solid vessel, a solid container for it, it's like you're pouring water 
over some fruit that you've put into a colander and you're rinsing it, it won't hold it. It simply can't. So when we come back after the first break here, I'm going to talk about how you being magnetic is the number one thing, how to go about doing that. Because increasing your sex appeal and increasing your it factor is something that really will make your brain smile and make you feel more confident, and that's a big part of the whole thing. Please stay with me. I'll be right back after this break. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style, along with an innate ability to form connections with people, gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Just before the break, I said that I would continue again with how to immediately increase your sex appeal. And if anyone wants to have a private session with me, they can I can you know, run down some things for them. And you can reach me 
at my um, office email, office, O-F-F-I-C-E, at loupaget.com. That's the best place to reach me rather than trying to do things through Facebook because, to me, I, I don't really think it's anyone else's business that you want to talk to someone. I think you, you know, particularly in this area, we, uh, most of us, uh, defer to having things done with a degree of discretion, as we'd say. So, what's one of the number one ways to increase your sex appeal or your it factor? It's how you pay attention. Now, attention can mean a number of things. But in this case, what I'm talking about is how to someone... Like, not in a stalker, stalker weird way, okay? I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is when you are listening to someone, turn your brain off and use your tympanic membrane. Use your ears and listen to what they are saying. One of the biggest things that's happening now that I see in people trying to be in relationships or maintain relationships, using social media and just using texting, you're not getting their voice, you're not getting the intonation, You're not getting energetically what's coming off of them. You're just getting words that are occurring in your universe, okay? You're getting typed words. Yes, that can tell you nicely, here, go and get, you know, sprinkles and cupcakes at this address. But what it doesn't tell you is, hey, I'm I'm sorry or thank you or you're special to me by the tone of their voice. And that requires being around people. So how you pay attention and and then of course that's the attention to your body, that's the attention to what's happening in the world. Nothing makes people more interesting than them being interested in something. And this may sound silly, but it's absolutely God's honest truth. When you go somewhere and you see someone who is passionate about something. And I don't care if it is how to write amazing software. If you're passionate about that, there are other people for whom passion is the thing that has most people go like this. Wow, that is of interest to me. But also wishes to be around other people. But the attention that you pay to something is crucial to you making someone else feel that they are important to you or that you are focused on them. The focus that you give on anything is a function, of course, of your interest factor. But when you are looking at someone... They are, because here's the big thing about things, around people who like them and want to be around them. How many times have we seen relationships, marriages, where these people don't like being with one another? And the main reason they're staying together is either because of money or because of children. And what message does that give their children? That it's okay to not be engaged and part of the relationship. I watch enough people looking for, or looking for, they're looking for the one or, you know, the two or the three or whomever, 
but they're looking for someone who wants them for them. So when you want to increase your sex appeal, big thing is improve how you pay attention. And the more you do that, the more that you're going to, because for most people, and this is not mentioned from uh, a shallow way, but for most people, when you pay attention to them, it is your most seductive behavior. I'll tell you the majority of affairs occur because someone was having attention paid to them when someone else wasn't. Okay? Now, I talked at the very beginning about increasing your sex appeal also means you have to be honest and know that it's about you and what's inside of you. So you have to ask yourself, why do you want to increase your sex appeal or your it factor? Is it that you want more attention yourself or do you want to bring in a new partner or whatever it might be? You have to be genuinely honest with yourself. And this is, this is a rigorous exercise. So what I ask people to do is to, now when I say list, I'm not saying a list with 50,000 things on it. I watched this one show, I don't, I, I don't know if it was, it might have been Oprah, but this woman came on and she had like 273 things on her list of what this guy had to be like. Well, <laughs> I realized that the producers had chosen something that was so outlandish, but a lot of her things weren't really outlandish. You know, she said she wanted someone who was very aware of their body. She wanted someone who was very clean, you know, about themselves. She wanted someone who had an appreciation for certain types, you know, for musicals, musical, not necessarily specific music. But what she did do is then she didn't have herself be open to that there could be something else. And that's one of the points that I would like to have you be aware of. Increasing your sex appeal and your it factor means that you also are aware that you are being magnetic to everyone, not just one. So that's also why you need to get someone who isn't a jealous type. Because if someone is worried and jealous about things, the first thing they start to do is trying to control your behavior. And it goes both ways. Women and men both do it. But because truly it is folly to think that you know what's best for you. If you have any awareness of a faith-based or any awareness of the universe and, you know, that there's a grand plan for everyone, I'll be honest, I have a real... My understanding of the universe is that we have all, every single one of us, all of us have chosen to be here. And all of us, all of us have chosen to do things from a soul growth standpoint. So when you come in, you know that there's going to be more people that you are going to meet. If you're, you know, over 15 or over 12, you know that, you know, you can be attracted to one or two people or different people for different things. And the big thing that you need to always keep in mind when you're looking, because when you're increasing it factor and when you're increasing sex appeal, you're increasing your visibility factor. You're increasing your magnets. You are increasing your profile. And you have to be ready for it. Okay? So that means you have to get the inside to match what is going on in the outside. You also have to really pay attention to your little inner voice. 
because your inner voice is the one that can never, ever lie to you. It simply can't. It is, a, it is truly the mirror of your soul. Sorry to break it to all of you who did, you know, top marks on your SATs and all that sort of 4.35 average. Um, your brain is not your best friend when it comes to choosing a partner. It can help you make a list. It can help you study. But really, you know what a, a 4.35 average tells you? That they did everything exactly as they were told to do. It tells you they did not. It's like they didn't have one ounce of creativity outside of that. And I remember being told a gentleman who he had created one of the main credit cards, which ended up, uh, I think it turned into, evolved into MasterCard. And he told this individual I know, look, let me tell you something, because this person ended up coming out and he had a, you know, uh, a B average and, you know, was applying to certain things. And he said, this gentleman said, let me tell you something. This B average is what I would be looking for. He said, the guys who get all the A's and, you know, the, all of that stuff, he said, those guys are all worried about doing, you know, everything the right way. They're not worried about doing the right thing. They're, doing, they're worried about following everything according to how someone told them how to do something. They don't have any creativity. And he said, let me tell you something. All of those people that got the A's, they're working for people who got B's and C's. Because people who got B's and C's, are more likely to have done something outside of the norm. And really what university, it does teach you different ways of learning and it does give you, you know, a, a um, platform to do things from, but it really shows that you have the ability to stick out a lot of discipline. Now, speaking of discipline, if you want to increase your sex appeal and your it factor, you have to be disciplined. No one is going to do this for you. It has to be, how much do you want this? Now, I'm not going to be telling you to go to the gym 18 hours a day. Lord, no, I wouldn't do that. But I am telling you, get your thoughts and get your attitude in alignment, and more things will happen for you in the sex appeal factor and the it factor than you have any idea. I promise you this. So it can be something where you spend, you know, so you're going to make your list. Let's talk about the list. Let's jump there for, make a list and put on five items, okay? Then in the morning when you're getting dressed or when you're in the shower, I want you to think about what are the qualities that you want to focus on today, that you want to deliver to the world. Do you want to be a good listener? Do you want to be funny? Do you want to be, you know, uh, a good, you know, gregarious? Do you want to be a good support? This is the thing. What are the qualities in the shower? And you got to think about it for more than 15 seconds and ideally over a minute consistently. We're coming up to the tunes for the second break, and I will come back and talk about your most engaging personality trait to make you more sex appealing and to increase your it factor. Please come back after the break.
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, advice and hard lessons learned these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you your business and others so join us for paying it forward with josephine Girasi, wednesday mornings at 10 a.m 9 a.m central on doginet.com join us for healing with the marika method this is an amazingly informative show to help heal people as well as their horses, dogs, and cats. This show inspires and empowers people to take charge of their own health and their animals' health using the power of diet, nutrition, natural medicines, and lifestyle to heal a variety of health problems. Learn how food impacts all physical and emotional health conditions and how diet and natural medicines are used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. Marika is a health and nutrition specialist, homeopathic practitioner, a gifted medical intuitive and healer, and an author and educator with over two decades of experience in clinical practice for people and their pets. Join our host, Marika Vandewater, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. And before the break, I was talking about the qualities that, and do this in the shower because then you're based, you, you will be able to focus more on what are the qualities you want to present to the world today. Uh, do I want to be happier? Do I want to be funny, good listener, whatever it might be? And the reason I'm telling you this is the more that you download that at the beginning of the day, the more it is likely to come out. The other thing, think kind thoughts about yourself. Please, we get beaten up enough out in the world. You have got to be the one. It's like taking care of your little you, the little you on the inside. Be gentle. So your most engaging personality trait, what is that? Because if we're talking about increasing your sex appeal and your it factor, really what you're looking at is what are the traits that your friends will say are your best personality traits? Ask some healthy, well-intended you know, friends. What is, 
what are my personality traits that stand out the most? And then look for the things that can be supportive of other people. And often, again, I go back to the attention thing. It's how you are observing. Like if someone's asking you a question or someone's making a comment about something, don't jump in there and say, well, yeah, I just had exactly the same experience. That's, you know, that's how much bigger is my pain than yours or how much, you know, I've done the same thing. When someone's sharing with you, part of your real appeal is to listen. And that could be someone sitting on a plane. That could be someone at a desk. Now, we know when we are around people who drone on and on, but that's not where they're, we're, we're there for. So in the shower, you, so you've made the list, right? We talked about this before. Could be five items. You can talk about finding them good-looking. Now, good-looking for women often shifts and changes, and it can for men as well, where all of a sudden they're looking at a friend and they go like this, whoa, how did I not see this before? And what you can also, you want someone with a kind heart, someone who is honest, someone who will love to be around me, someone who is kind to animals, whatever it may be. Write down five things. And when I tell you the thing about the good looking, I think I've mentioned this before, which I know I have, that my new guilty pleasure is the show Married at First Sight. And they had the final six-month wrap-up last Tuesday. Oh, it was fabulous. And what they looked at is the one couple who, when they first met at the altar, to say that it didn't go well is an understatement. Yet now the one person is like, whoa, he is this, she is that. So between this couple, they had a real shift in how someone they perceive someone to be good-looking. So the qualities in the shower, concentrate on it for like a minimum of like 20 seconds. And better even yet, if you do it for over like a minute and, you know, do it for two minutes. And just think of the qualities you want and the qualities you want to present and the qualities you'd like to bring in. A girlfriend of mine who is now with, the, you know, the love of her life, she said, I started focusing on... And here's the, when you increase your, when you are really certain and confident about what you want and who you are, there are few things that are more sexually appealing. And I will tell you, power of yourself is something that both women and men have said is highly, highly sexy. So a woman who was at the time the Prime Minister of Britain, many men said that Margaret Thatcher was phenomenally appealing. She was feminine, but she also, she had tremendous power. So the confidence you have about who you are and what you want, and what my girlfriend said, she knew how she wanted to feel when she was around him, but she also focused on how she wanted to feel when she was not around him. And I'd never heard things put that way, but that was crucial for her. And literally, within three months, boom, there it was. This person walked into her life, and he didn't have the initial look, but he had that 
energy because that's what you're looking for. Remember I talked about you being magnetic? That's what I mean. When you are magnetic, you're going to pull in what is going to work best for you. Now, here's another thing for increasing your sex appeal and your it factor. Ask yourself, how creative are you and how much do you want to change? Now, if you don't want to change at all, perfectly okay. You are in your own bodysuit having your own experience. Go for it. However, if you do want to change the things in your life, then start with something little, okay? Why don't you move a piece of furniture in your bedroom or somewhere else in your house? Just one piece of furniture. It doesn't have to be a major thing. You will not believe how much moving one piece of furniture can change how you perceive things. And the big thing about doing all of these exercises and doing all of this is I'm wanting you to literally rewire your brain. That is what you are trying to do. And the more that you have small increments of change, okay, the more you are going to be able to rewire your brain circuitry. So someone could have told you something unpleasant and and less than flattering, you know, years ago when you were younger. So what? That was then. You are now. Anyone who has watched Dancing with the Stars may have seen that, you know, Lolo Jones got voted off, you know, sadly after the first week. But her big thing is when she was in college, uh, high school, high school? Can't remember. I think it was high school. Her, the guy she was dancing with basically walked out the floor saying, you can't dance, I'm not dancing with you any longer. Now, to say that that scarred her was an understatement. First off, why would someone be that mean? That's just not, that's just unkind. And remember when I went back and I said, how are you paying attention and how are you listening? How are you speaking to someone? Imagine before you say something, if you are a thoughtful speaker, instead of someone who just has to prattle on, that is going to increase your sex appeal. If you think of something, you know, as a thoughtful speaker, think before you speak and think of how it would feel to hear that spoken to you. Now, there are times when one has to speak rather sharply, and that's probably not someone you'd be interested in being in a relationship with, right? Or someone who you want to be around. Yet, when you are speaking to someone, be a thoughtful speaker. It will make, it will tell them you paid attention. It will tell them that you thank them for sharing things with you. So, Make sure that you are gentle in thought and gentle when you speak. And this means for men and for women. Because we now have a culture in a society where it does not matter where you go, there is such, there's such rudeness and such lack of manners that it's like you're thinking to yourself, did your mother teach you that? I so don't think so. You know, people are flashing birds, doing this, cursing you out. I mean, just because you're driving. And that wasn't like that 10 years ago. It really wasn't. But it's now um, people will do, you know, they have the anonymity of saying, you know, just vicious things 
with texting and social media, don't they realize that when, when you put out, seriously, I'm telling you this, when you put out that kind of negative energy, this is law of attraction, kids. I'm not telling you something that I made up. This is, this is the truth. When you put out something negative towards someone, guess what is coming back? Negative to you. So if you put out that you're being negative towards other people and you're not being positive about you, but you're being, you know, you're negative about yourself, you're negative about other people, you could be positive about you and still be negative about other people. It doesn't matter. Those things wipe themselves out. Negative attracts negative. Try and make a practice. If you want the it factor, if you want that sex appeal, if you want to be that person people want to be around, practice having lack of judgment. We're raised with it, and it does not bring us. We're raised to say, someone, you've got to be a critical thinker. What, but what most people do as a critical thinker is they attack and judge. And that's not the purpose of that. The thing about being a critical thinker is to choose things for yourself, not to be critical of others. When we come back from this break, I'm going to be talking about your physical self, and I'm going to be talking about your wardrobe and other things that you can do. Because those two things set the first reaction that someone has about you. And the other thing that sets a reaction for people, what does your voice sound like? Do you have a voice that people want to listen to? Do you have a voice that brings people in? If you don't have a Space. You can increase your sex appeal and your it factor all you want. But if you don't have the space for someone to come in, if you don't make that space, and particularly for women, if there isn't a space for someone to come in to make contribution, they don't. They can't make a contribution. And the other thing that makes is as a woman, when you're speaking, if you're speaking to a man, if we're talking about heteronormative, Speak of things that they do well. Men hear all day long of the things they don't do well, constantly. Now, it's not that you're going to say, look, you know, don't drop things on the floor. That's a slob. But it is more about what can you do to make someone feel good about themselves. We're coming up to our final break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk to you, because I have a degree in buying and merchandising from Fashion Institute, on how to make yourself physically and wardrobe-wise more attractive and more sexually appealing. Stay with me. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is TogiNet, cutting-edge radio. Join the Executive Business Seminar with author and trainer, Dr. Risa Wolf, Ph.D., 
Are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of the Executive Business Seminar right here on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello there. Welcome back. And in this final segment, I'm going to be talking about getting you physically and from a presentation standpoint out there so that you're appealing, okay? Now, the first thing you need to be is gentle with yourself. Let, let's be honest here. The average size in the U.S., the average dress size, clothing size for women is size 16, Okay. So that means the majority of the clothing that you are going to be seeing is not necessarily on models. It's not, it's not clothing that would necessarily translate for you. Now, I have a degree in buying and merchandising from Fashion Institute in New York. And one of the biggest things, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this, I don't often use me as an example, but when I grew up as an identical twin, so I know and then I have an older sister and a younger sister. So I am very clear that what I look like is not the only reason people find me appealing or found my sister appealing. And they did. it wasn't that we were attracted to the same people. Uh-uh. And it was not that, you know, we looked exactly the same. Well, we did really. But there was something that each of us had something different. So I grew up knowing that what you look like is not the only reason people find you appealing. That was a big break for me. So what I'd like people to be really honest about is what is, you know, we talked about having your friends tell you what is your most engaging personality trait. But when you are looking to present yourself out to the world, I want you to get a good mirror and a mirror that shows your entire body so that, and here's the thing about clothes, they are designed and created so that you can feel good about yourself. Do not be putting clothes on you that make you feel not good. Just don't do it. And don't, if, you, if the big thing you want to do is just wear, you know, leggings and a top, great. But also be prepared for that type of thing can only make you blend in. How are you going to make yourself stand out? Biggest thing that will make you stand out, look at makeover shows is one way, and look at what people may have done or changed their hairstyle. Remember I talked about moving things around in your room? 
change where your bed is. That'll change a lot of how you do because where you rest at night is where you literally get some of your creativity, even though you don't know it. So, but what you also have to do, wear clothes that work really well for your body, okay? And be aware that someone who is built like Kim Kardashian, that's more of the look that men want. They don't want someone who looks like a stick figure. Some do, but the majority do not. And I have my own theory for why all of, because designers didn't used to design solely for, or, you know, women who just looked like coat hangers. They had women who were built like Cindy Crawford, who had, you know, they had curves and they looked feminine. And now we have the majority of them just look like boys and a lot of designers design from that aesthetic but it isn't the aesthetic of most women. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go into your wardrobe, and you do this mentally, and choose the outfits that you think you look the best in, okay? Do not become a fashion victim and just put something on because everybody else is wearing it. If it isn't for you, don't do it. There's a site called Who, What, Where, and you can find all kinds of, you know, fun things. You don't have to do everything the way someone else is doing it. Don't do that. Wear what works for you. So if you've got a pair of fun shoes that you really like, put those puppies on and know what is your best body feature. Is your best body feature your bust? Play it up. Okay, don't put it on platters, but I mean, you could if you wanted to, but that's usually not the best thing. Always have a little mystery about what your body looks like, okay? Have a little mystery of, you know, there's, I've watched women going out with men, and I know the man wanted her to wear this, but I could tell this woman, these women were just dying inside with having, you know, their breast up literally on a platter. So choose clothes that you know fit well for you. And if you are curvaceous, play up curvaceous. If you have great ankles and legs, play those up. However, don't fall fashion victim. There are lots of different designers and lots of different places where you can go on and look for, hey, that's fun. So if there's a trend of uh, a matador look or something else look, fine. Then what you're going to do is you're going to get something red with a little bit of black brocade on it and wear that. You do not have to go crazy about spending a you know tremendous amount of money body wise looking at yourself from a body standpoint please be gentle but when you want to make yourself sexually appealing and have it factor if you are in shape and shape can be whatever it is if you take care of yourself if you feel you know and this is not about having to go to the gym this can be the confidence of like i'm going to walk around the block once you know at night when I get home, or in the morning before I have my shower. Whatever it may be, the more physical and connected to your physicality, the more you are going to be connected to being kind to your body. If you are wearing something, and again, I talked about, you know, getting, you know, the, the, right, the right look and the right attitude. If you are having, if you've got old, if you've got classics, Okay, go for it. Classics don't go away. They just change with accessorizing. 
However, if the thing that you're looking at is an outfit that screams, you know, 10 years ago because it was a, you know, a trendy item, you might want to retire that because, and I say this to people because I'm brought in to do media presentations for people in my field in the area of sexuality. If you wish to have your attitudes and to be perceived as being outdated and old in your attitudes, wear clothes that are old and outdated. It literally, I talk, we've talked about this, people make their decision about whether or not you are appealing within seconds of seeing you, like milliseconds, whether or not there's something. And if you are clean, pulled together, a classic outfit, like a simple pant and a shirt. And I watched this one young woman, I was renting a car, and she was her first day at work, and, you know, the shirt was clean, This was a, but it did not fit properly. It was way too tight across the bust. It had little gaping holes around her tummy. So it didn't have, it didn't fit well. You need to have what fits well. And please, when you put your clothes on, do yourself a favor and look in the mirror. There are many times I look at people and I go, do they not have a mirror in their house? Because their clothes aren't fitting them. If they had done one or two tiny adjustments, it would have been fine. They would have just really put themselves out there. When you're looking at your wardrobe and, and checking what works for you, see if there's two or three things and put the outfits out and go, okay, I'm going to try this with this. The more that you put... I like that outfit, and I'm confident about putting that on instead of just grabbing something, the more it's going to show when you walk out the door. Even if it is that classic white shirt, the Oxford shirt and pants, do that. If you have some great scarves, if you have cool accessories, use them. Bring things in that are your signature look. That is something that you can then have conversations about it, but the more that you have the confidence of what you're putting on, the more you are going to look terrific. And there's certain things now, you know, they've got, you know, ideas that people say they, you know, don't want to copy on, you know, who, what, where. There's certain things, these are, there's one thing that says 12 things we thought were cool in high school. And, you know, that one of the things that says clunky shoes, built-in bra camisoles, cross colors, platform flip-flops, hoodies, denim skirts, and shearling boots. Now, how many people are still wearing those? Hmm? Hmm? Ties as belts, skater shoes, Playboy branded pieces, rear logo shorts, innuendo graphic tees. Listen, there's a company right now that's still doing innuendo graphic tees. Blinged out cross silver pants. So this is this particular blogger's attitude, cat callings of when she said, you know, she said she had an undeveloped, um, stay un- underdeveloped sense of style. Well, again, know what works for you. If you have a built-in bra camisole that works really well underneath certain things, to heck with cat Collins. Wear what you want. There's nothing that can make someone stand out more than if, for example, they choose, I like 50s style of dressing. I have a curvy figure, and I know that works for me. And so 
it's belted, it's madman style, it works for you, go for it. Don't let someone tell you you can't wear it, period. But, you know, I look at things all the time because of, you know, my fashion background, and there's times when I, there's no way that there would be anything that I would be putting on. There's certain things that just, nope, it's not, it's not me. And if you are, you know, a certain age, if you're over 30, if you're over 40, there's probably certain things that no longer, you know, they might be cute and you may indeed have the body to wear them, but they're not your demo, like the teeny tiny little cut-off denim shorts. Most women in, you know, their 40s cannot wear them, so they shouldn't. It's, you know, that's for their daughters or that's for, you know, their nieces. However, many times people will try and dress outside of who they are. And it doesn't mean that at a certain age you have to stop. You only have to dress, you know, matronly. No, you just have to dress. The more confidence about your body that you can have because of the clothes that you choose and you choose well. Listen, French women do not have a wardrobe stuffed with things they don't wear. They have a wardrobe of classic pieces that they interchange, that they wear well and has good quality. That is, you know, your sex appeal. If you're going out in the evening and you've got a nice pencil skirt with a very nice, you know, top that you really enjoy and like, that's going to show, you know, put you off and show you off far better than something that is too short or something that doesn't show your body off to its best manner. So thank you so much for being with me today. I trust if you have the time, you'll go and listen to Emma Watson and her presentation, and that these tips can help you increase your sex appeal. Remember your attention. Remember that this is about you knowing what you want, being clear, and being honest with yourself. And above all, be a gentle speaker and gentle listener. And thank you so much for listening to me. Bye for now. Until next week. Bye-bye. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 